0: Starting with we're starting membeis Um bays, about eight lines up. Amar Rav. It was a good stopping point yesterday. Hilchasa but right? So just to uh, I guess rehash, there was machikas in the Mishnah. What happens if the guy deposit a person in a deer or a sayar? So if the Goyim deposit even a bias, you're gonna be okay. Everybody it seems like everybody would hold that, it's okay, because there were machitzas there, it's considered one area, and therefore from tchum purposes. As long as you didn't violate anything to get there, we'll give you the whole bias. The question is, what about a deer v'sayhar that's like a bika? So if the guy deposited in you a bika doesn't have mechitzas as a valley, so then of course you would only get to you would only get your nalinamos. The question is, uh, deer v'sayhar, like we brought at the end yesterday, are we geyser deer v'sayhar atu bika? So we're going to and They hold that um, if the guy deposit you in a deer v'sayhar, then you get the whole hilch of the Deir B'Sayhar. You're not limited to your Am- to Amos. And uh, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Akiva, they argue. So now, Amar Rab. Hilchasa karev gam liel bedir b'Sayhar v'Svina and a boat. Okay, now if you remember, the Mishnah brought a case of a boat as well, right? Now, v'Shmol Amar. Shmuel said, halacha karev gam liel b'Svina ava bedir b'Sayhar loy. So there's Machigas Rab and Shmuel whether uh, the halacha is like, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar Benazariah or Rabbi Shavim Re'kima in regards to Dear But according to boat, when it comes to a Svina, B'Svina, everyone's going to agree that the Halacha is, that we're going to consider it one Makam for Tchum purposes. So now, B'Svina, my Taima, what's the reason by Svina? Why everyone's going to agree that it's considered one area for Tchum if a person lands in a, in a Svina? Amar um, a person ends up in the Sveenah, Amar Abba, heil b'avir mi Since, if a person goes in a boat, we're going to consider that dalad amas because a person, uh, the boat has mechitzas, and a person is shavas in the mechitzas, and therefore, just like a house, if a person is shavas in a house, so the fact, if a person is shavas in a house, you get the entire hiloch of the house, so to a boat, even though the boat's going to travel along the water, you're inside the mechitzas of the boat. Reb Amar, that the reason why a Svina, you get the whole area of the Svina, is not because it has mechitzah and it's considered one welcome, but the complete opposite concept, which is, that we're only going to limit you to Dalat Amos when you're kind of Dalat But since in a Svina, you're never kind of Dalat Okay, so Rashi has basically three Pshatim. The middle Pshat, he doesn't like. But the first two Pshatim, if we combine them, the first Pshat is that since he was never Shavas in the Dalad amas, the third Pshat, he says, is that when you're in a boat, when it's going, let's say you take a step, it already moved Dalad amas, So you can never be kind of in a Dalad amas. But either way you understand that, it's the complete opposite. According to Raba, the reason why everyone's going to hold the Kribbegom Leel, that if, you you know, you, let's say you, you're, you started Shabbos in a boat, so, every, right? So Rabbah holds while you're in mechitzas, and therefore it's considered one area, and that's why it's considered a tum. You go on a cruise ship before Shabbos, you can walk the whole cruise ship. Rebbe says that no, it's the complete opposite. It's because you're never stopped. Since you're never stopped, therefore you were never cutting your Daladamas. Amos. If you're never cutting your Daladamas, Amos, so we can't limit you to Dalat Amos. Correct. You're constantly creating it. You never shavas for daladamos. So what's the din? The din is if you go outside your tcholim, you're limited to your daladamos. Well, that's only if you could have a daladamos. But if you could never have a daladamos, then we can't limit you to Daladamas that you can't have. But it would not be between the two be oh, like anchors. Correct. You'll see that in a second. Very good. Okay. My benayu, two two nafkuminas. Iga benayu she Let's say the walls fell down. So according to Rabbah, what's giving you your ability to continue going here is the walls of the boat. Well, if the walls of the boat aren't there, so then it would be awesome. According to Rabzeira, it nothing to do with the walls of the boat It's the fact that you're never Shabbos in the so you'd be fine. Or, inami you jump from boat to boat. Okay, so again, according to Rabbah, you wouldn't be able to because it's a different boat. However, according to Rabzera, it has to do with moving. Even if you're moving here, I don't care which ship you're in, you will be fine. So now the governor wants to understand, Rabzayra, my time, alama Karaba. Why doesn't Rabzayra, why did Rabzayra go ahead and jump and say, right, that, that, that it's a didn't moving? Why didn't he say it's a vir dal and Lach, fascinating concept. He says, mechitsas of a boat, lavriach mayim asuyas. They're meant to keep the water out. They are not meant to enclose an area as a rishas hayachit, right? And therefore, since the walls of the boat, okay, for. Uh, tchum, or, 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 Since the walls of the boat, Rashi says, right. Since the walls of the boat were not meant to enclose an area, therefore we're not going to consider it like Arba Amos, and you can't you can't rely on the walls of the boat to give you one malkam for tchum purposes. Veraba now continue with a more he asked. Veraba, my time alayim. Reb why doesn't Rabbah hold like Reb Zera? He says No, but my halachas alay pligi. This is of course Reb Zera. You're right. You're right. That as long as the boat's moving, you can't be kind of shvisa, you can't be kind of shvisa, you don't have your Dal. Amos, you don't have your Dal, Amos, we're going to have to consider it one Makom. Ki pligi amda that the machlaikis over here, when it came to the boat, the whole machleikis between Rabbi Gamliel and B'shu Rabbi, Rabbi was when the boat is stopped. And therefore, the, this whole machlechis thing, that's what Rabbi holds, and therefore, and therefore this whole machlechis, doesn't make any sense, because we're talking about a boat that's stopped. Now Amar Nachman bar Yitzchak Nachmar Yitzchak says Masisa Nami Deka. De our mishnah in fact sounds like Raba, okay, and that the, our mishnah lists the machleches by boat, and it, it can't be talking about. It doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. If it's talking about a boat that's in motion. Me my why midik Because well, how did our mishnah list the the boat case? That they were coming on the boat and the ship carried out into the water. They went the whole thing because they held it was uh, you know real tchumen. Now if it would have just stopped there, so we would have said it's a real machlekes, right? And even it would be Except what does it say? They wanted it to be Machmer. So now, If you want to say like, like Ravah, that he didn't hold like rabzera the reason why it's considered one area in Shittas from Gamliel is because there was no Machlekis when it came to a boat in motion. The, boat, the boat's in motion, everyone's going to agree. And then it makes a lot of sense, So then it makes a lot of sense, according to Rabbi Akiva, that it was a Chumra they kept. Dilma Amda, right? What was their concern? Then maybe the boat will stop. And then, again, a Rabbi Gamliel would hold a stop boat as a din of one whole thing, like Rabbi says, because you have the mechitzas of the boat. And Rabbi Kiva and, and, and Rabbi Yeshua hold that, no, a stop boat is going is, is, is to be a problem. You're not going to be kind of your Dalad So, But if you want to say that even with a boat in motion, that there's a machlekes between... Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Hai, according to them, it would be an esser. So what is this? This is a Chumrah. Okay, so that's Raya number one, that the only time Rabbi Gamliel from our mission, the only time Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva were arguing is by a boat that stopped. That's when they would say, if the boat stopped, so then do we consider the entire boat as Dalai Ramos, yes or no? However, when the boat's in motion, everyone's going to agree, and that's because of that, that's why Rabbah did not want to say like that the reason why a boat in Rebbe Gamliel is considered one area is because the boat is in motion. That wouldn't make any sense. Amar, Rebbe another raya, Masis, Nami, Deka, Another raya that the boat, that this right, we had a Makhlekes, Rebbe Gamliel, and Rebbe and versus Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva. Another, another riot that this machelikas is only when the boat is stopped. Because the Mishnah compared the case of Svina to a Dir Visay. Ma Dir Visayar, Dikvi'i. They are also, right? It's not in motion. It's kavaya, it's, it's it's set in an area. Av Svina Nami Amar Kav Acha. Okay? So those are the two rayas that the whole machlikas about Svina in our Mishnah is only a Svina that's stopped. Okay? So the Gemara says, Really? Is there an argument? Right? You're saying that was there even an argument whether or not the is like him? In the Gemara says, they went back and forth to see who the Allah should be with the halacha. Okay, the brother of my father who is Rabbi Yeshua. Allah Akbar Gam Leo that that we sure was ma the that Allahu Akbar Gam Leo bisvina Allahu Akbar Akiva the dirvesar so we see yeah it was it this was something that was discussed and even though we said bishma ram and shmuel that the Allahu Akbar Gam Leo we see clearly that this was subject to a khlekes and therefore um and therefore uh and that's why we said halacha because it's mecloud the plekey okay now we're going to move on to tchumen above ten. Fascinating, Shlomo. By Rav Chananya, yesh tchumen l'malam asara or ain't Do we say that there's tchumen above ten? So, Amur gavaya asara v'arachav arba. So, let's say you have a flat area that's ten high and it's four wide. Loiti bayalach, of course. That is going to be subject to tchum, da'arasmichahi, because it is solid ground. Ki what is this shayla? Ba'amud Either it's not a separate rishos, or inami de kaazal vita. Let's say a person, okay, was flying. Now, how? Rashi says, how would a person be flying? shame. So you said the shame of mafarish, and therefore a person is flying. So there's many different ways exactly to how to understand this, right? Why are we asking only when it comes to flying and not like in a wagon and, or the Gemara says mm-hmm. in a boat, right? So again, it has to do with normal Hiluch. What we're saying is, Tchom would be subject to Hiluch. And if you're doing Hiluch in a way that's not normal and you're above 10, would we consider that, um, would we consider that subject to Tchom? Are you restricted by Tchom or not? Is there Tchom above 10? So, Amar Rabhoishia, Toshima, we learn the following right. Okay. They came from Pal Darsin. They flee Svinasabah, the story, right? What do we say? We see they came in a ship, and Mistama's ship would be above ten. Now, I am Bishlam and Mishem Hachi Ratsu. Right? So if you say that there's Tchumin, so they were inside the Tchum, okay, and then it would be okay. El ain't Amai Ratzu? What does it mean, Ratsu? Okay, there, there shouldn't be, if there's no Tchumen at all, right? So, sorry. So then Hachi Ratsu, so there was a reason to be Mahmer on themselves, Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Akiva to be Mahmer and and, uh, and not go outside of the Daladamas because maybe they'll violate Tchumen. Eliamrit ain't Tchumin. So if they're in a boat and there's no Tchumen, the boat's above 10, and there's no Tchum, no din of Tchum above 10 anyways, so then am I Ratsu? Who cares? Why, why did they have to be Machmar on themselves? Worst case scenario, they wouldn't violate Tchum anyways. There's no Tchum above 10. So the Gemara answers, They were going in a swamp, okay? And therefore, it was not, in fact, 10, it was less than 10. So too, you'd have to explain the case in the Mishnah, okay? If you want to say that there is, uh, if you want to say that there's no tchum l'mal miyud, you have to say that the case of the boat is that they're going in an area that's not yud. Why doesn't the tchum start? Why doesn't your yud start from the boat floor? Why does it have to be from where the boat is? So again, it has to do with what's considered hiloch, okay? If you look at Rashi, so at the end there he says, okay. So it's going to depend on what you consider a normal hiloch. Apparently, a boat the Gemara assumed was not was not considered a normal heloch for tchum purposes. Okay. Also, didn't we say R' Gamliel before that he was counting the tchum, like whether they were inside? That's a different case. That's the third case. That in regards to that boat? Yeah, I mean, yes, it could also be in regards to a boat, but again, you can answer the same thing. Right? That it was in the rakat. So well, then the Gemara is going to ask that next. That's the next kachma. Right? So then I understand why they had, exactly like you said, why they had to go through this whole thing. But, who cares? They weren't in the t'chum. Who cares if they were in the t'chum or not? Doesn't matter if there's no t'chum above 10. So the Gemara says, uh, right, so my hava. So again, the Gemara answers again that those cases of boats, they were going in the swamp. Swamp is not 10. And if it's below 10, that's why it was a question of t'chum. But maybe, the Gemara is discussing a Shiloh, right, maybe uh, where if, 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 if above ten, if it was above ten, there would be no din of tchum. So, Tashimah, Now we're going to get fascinating. Now we're going to get a fascinating shayla, uh, fascinating raya right over here. Uh, and the next one really is Hani shev shmeitzer. There were seven gemaras, the Isamron amron b'tsi that were said in Sipoiri on Shabbos. Kamei de rab B'chista b'Sura, b'Hadi Fanya b'Shabsa, and repeated later on Shabbos afternoon. Kamei the rub of Sura and Ubedisa were very far away, right, much past the tchum. Now, Man Amrinu, Lab Eliyahu didn't Eliyahu say this? These Shev Shmitzas, these seven Gemaras, right? These seven Memaras. He said, and therefore, okay, Lab, right? So, so Lab Eliyahu Amrinu. Alma ain't chum in How could Elio have gone from Seward to Pombadisa? Elio would have had to would have had to have uh, flown, right? Yeah, but Elio wasn't alive Right. So it's fascinating Khazanish. Because we're gonna ask this question. We're gonna discuss this now for a little while. Uh the question is like this, right? How did Elio get to place the place he flies? Right? Flies. So now what are we asking over here? So it wasn't Eliyahu. So Alma ain't chumah l'mal right? Because he flew. So we see there's no t'chum, and that's how he was able to go. So the answer is like this: Eliyahu can. appear, The Chazanish says that Eliyahu, because what would be the Pasha question, right? How could Eliyahu come to any Shabbos bris, right? If, t'chum, if there's t'chum, l'mal how could he come? So the answer is, and this is going to go into what, into what you're pointing out. The Chazanish says that Eliyahu appears in two forms. He appears in a physical form, he gets dressed up, comes with the stuff, and then he can teach Torah, and then he's subject to the din of Tchum, because he's coming in a physical form. When he comes to a bris, it's not in a physical form, he's coming as, as, a, as a spirit, whatever that means, and therefore he's not He. so when Eliyahu came to teach Torah, so he came in a physical form, so then he was subject to the, the halachas of the Torah, he had to conform to Tchum. But when he comes as a nefesh, then he doesn't have to. So, over here, he came to teach Torah. He had to come in a physical form because Torah is Levishama'ini. Since he had to come in a physical form, he would now be subject to tchum. I, if, if Eliyot was the one that went to Surah and Pompadisa on one day and taught it on one Shabbos, so it must be, okay, there must not be tchum above ten because otherwise, how could Elio have done it? So the Gemara answers, loy, it wasn't Elio, it was Dilma Yosef Shida Renu. It was Yosef the Shade, okay? And because he was a Shade, he doesn't keep Shabbos. Okay? And therefore, it was not Elio. What are they from um, Yosef the Shade? Good question. I didn't, I didn't look into it. I just kind of I shrugged my shoulders when I saw it, right, Zagrachi? Right? Dolay Minter Shabsa. Yosef the Shade has a name even. Right, exactly. And he's Yosef. Tashima. Sounds like a question for our pastor, neck. All right? Okay. Tashima. Hareini Nazir. So let's say a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir, on a day when Mashiach comes. I can drink wine on Shabbos and Yontif. Okay, why? Because ostensibly Mashiach can not come on Shabbos. Also, to drink wine during the week. Now, Iyam b'shlema yesh so, if you want to tell me that there's tchomen lamalamiyud, so then I understand. That's why it's tchomen, because Eliyahu can't come. If Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos, that's why I can drink wine, because Mashiach can't come, because Eliyahu can't come, because he's subject to tchomen lamalamiyud. Eliyahu ain't tchomen bishabas, so if you're tchomen lamalamiyud, why should it be tchomen? Why can't Eliyahu come? If there's no tchomen lamalamiyud, so then Eliyahu. Uh, right, he should be able to come. And if he should be able to come, Mashiach would come. And if Mashiach would come, then I, can't drink, then I shouldn't be able to drink wine. Because right? I said, I, I made a promise, a person who says, a day Mashiach comes every single day, including Shabbos, would be a suffix, whether Mashiach could come or not. So I can't drink wine at 11 o'clock in the morning because maybe Mashiach will show up at 4 in the afternoon. Right, that's in general, right? If you say uh, I'm not going to drink wine on any and any day, Mashiach comes. Every single day is a sabbath. Maybe Mashiach will come. So, but here the Bryce is saying you could you could drink on Shabbos. So right. So ain't So then my uh, mutter. Why is it going to be mutter to drink wine? Okay. Why is it going to be mutter to drink wine? It should also Mashiach could come. If Eliyahu can come, tchum's not an issue. So the Mars says no. It only has nothing to do with tchumin. Shani hasam when it comes to. Mashiach. The pasuk says, "He ne anoychi shaleach lachem is Eliyahu Navi." The Kaddish Baruch going to send Eliyahu. Lifnei, what does the pasuk say? Lifnei ba yoyim Hashem. Okay, that before Elio comes, there will be. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, well, sorry, before the day before Mashiach comes, Eliyahu will come to let us know. Okay, and therefore. Since Seiliyel didn't come on Friday, it's a different reason. to do with Chomem. Since Seiliyel didn't come on Friday, so therefore, good. I'm much sure on the ball today, Morty. Must have got a lot of sleep last night, right? So, Iachai. <laughs> On any Tuesday, right? On any day I should drink, I should be able to drink wine every day. Because if Elio didn't come yesterday, so then I should drink today. I know that he's not coming today, and I only said that I'm not going to drink wine when the day Mashiach comes. Ella! So the Gemara says, no, we still have a problem. We'll say that Lamaisa he came. Elio did come. He went to Bezden And I just don't know about it yet. And therefore, you always have to be chayshish. That today Mashiach will come, and really Elio did come yesterday. So, why could you drink on the Shabbos? Maybe Elio came on Friday to Bezanagog. So the Mar says, No. Okay, that he doesn't. We got enough to do on Arab Shabbos and Arab Yantif. The last thing we need is Elio showing up, okay, to. Uh, to I'm not. Right, to make us have more preparations. Now we've got to prepare for Shabbos, Yotif, and Mashiach. Right? That's a lot. So, so the Gemara says, <laughs> Right, so just like, right, if is if, 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 if not going to show up on a Friday, because we're already busy, so for sure Mashiach's not going to show up on a Friday, because we're already busy. The Gemara says no. And therefore you should be able to drink on, uh, on, should be able to drink on Friday, because if is not going to come, Mashiach's not going to come. The Gemara says no. Eliyo loyasi. You're right, Elio doesn't come. However, Mashiach, Asi, Mashiach could possibly come. Why? To because Eliyahu who is going to cause us all to have to prepare for Mashiach. But once Mashiach comes, Kivan da Asi, Mashiach, Adam Yisrael, all the guy will be out of We have plenty of people to do our work, okay? And then we don't have to worry about it. It's only when Eliyahu comes that it's going to be a problem for us. Okay, Gemara, Bechad So, if. If right, again, now we're going back into the tchum over here. So we should say then on Sunday it should be okay. Why? Because Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos, right? Because if you say there's tchum in l'mal miyod, that means Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos. Eliyahu has to come the day before. So on Sundays, I should be able to drink wine. If right, so lishrei nay, the ain't tchumin. So let's see. Let's say that there's no dinner tchum in Because if there is a dinner tchum, tchum in then if there's dinner tchum, then Eliyahu can't come. So where it says it's a suffic, but you can't prove either way. And therefore the tana of nazar is gonna go l'humra. Right when it comes to the zeros, we're gonna go l'humra and we're gonna say you can't drink wine because there's a chance, right? I'm safka, whether there's tchuman or not. But either way it doesn't answer our shaila from Nazar, right? Just because something is gonna be us or on any other day doesn't make it a raya, it could be that it's a chomra, like we're saying. Now, the gemara just is one final, final question. So when did he make his nether, right? This is a naziris. So it's for an extended period of time. So if you want to say you made your naziris ya'in b'chol, kivan aleha naziris. So once the naziris is chal, on a Monday, hechi shabsa um right? You're already a nazir. So, you have to say that he's making this nether on Shabbos and we're saying that specific day only that day you don't have to start your nether that day, that day it's going to be Okay, again because Mashiach can't come today so the nether is not going to be today and therefore you don't have to start till tomorrow and we're really just talking about one day so... so if I'm saying that, then everything we said before doesn't... No, because you made the nether on that job. So the question is, is could, it, could Mashiach come that day? Yes or no. If Mashiach comes that day, then I, my, my, my nether in his ears has to be chal today. I can't drink wine today. Yeah, but that means I'm assuming Elio didn't come yesterday. You're assuming Elio didn't come... Okay. Right. But well, we said before that we're chalish, Right? We said there was a suffix. Maybe he went to Besnagol. Once we're saying now that today was the day he made his net in his on Shabbos. On Shabbos, yeah. Yeah. So that one day he can because Valde. Just Chavez. that Shabbos, yeah. Again, what's the difference between Shabbos and Kovac? Well, on any call, if, if if he made his nether that day and it was a hull, it could be that Elio came yesterday and you just didn't know about it. He went to Besanagog. So it's specific Shabbos because he, he doesn't come on Arab Shabbos. Okay. So that was a little fun break over there. Okay, anyway, so we had the third story, right? The third case in the third part of the Mishnah was that they went to the port, right? They got, they got to the port and they asked, they came to ask from Leo. Um, right, they got into the port when it was dark already, and they said, "Can we go down? Can we go into the city? Right? Or are we stuck here?" And he said, "I saw." So the question is, how did Rabbi Gamliel see? How did he know? Tana Shifay Fares I could not find out the name of that thing. He had a tube. You know, like do you ever like see like in the old, uh, you know, like. Like a Fort McHenry sitting out, you know, with that, what is that single, what do you call that? that? Kind of looks look like a telescope, but it's not really a telescope. You know, they use it to like, yeah, it wasn't binocular, it was like a single binocular. Like a pirate yeah, the pirate things. What do you call those? You call them the pirate thing. The pirate, pirate single eyed <laughs> binocular, okay. So, or a tube, Ship Ferris. So I Googled it, I couldn't could could find it. A single eyed binocular. And figure it out okay or a tube. Tana, shefai so again, he's sitting on the ship, he pulls out his uh thing, right, a telescoping uh tube, and he was able to tell he had a Shifai Feres. he had this tube, right, it had a marker in there, it is distance measuring tube that he knew exactly where 2000 Amis was, and he knew so this thing was the distance measuring. You know, uh, on, on the dry land and knew it on sea as well. Okay. So now we're gonna discuss distance, some interesting distance measuring tools. Okay, ancient distance measuring tools and other. Leda, Kama A person wants to know how deep a valley is, maybe Shivai Ferris, right? Bring your bring a tube, bring a uh, a, singular, a singular singular eye pirate thingy, right? And measure umabetba. Okay, so you take, or well, really any tube, right? So you take a tube, and you see, how far can I see? Oh, I can see to that tree. So I walk to that tree, and I say, okay, the tree, that's a uh, thousand feet, right? I can, see, I can see to the tree, end of the tube is the trees. I walk to the trees, and I can see, by walking, it's a thousand feet. But now, I don't want to go down into the valley. I just want to know how deep it is. So what do I do? The, right? What you do is, and Rashi explains... Okay, Then what you do is, so now I went ahead and I looked at the end of my tube, and I'm able to see, okay, I can see out to the trees, and I walk with my feet, I know it's a thousand feet, so I go to the edge of the valley, assuming that the walls of the valley were not too steep, I would just hold it, right, the, the edge of the tube to the end of the valley, and then I would start walking back steps, and I'll count my steps back. And let's say, after 500 steps, the floor of the valley disappears, so I know my valley is 500 feet. I know that my, uh, my depth is 500 feet because as soon as I walk back 501 feet, I can no longer see the bottom. And since I knew on when I measured, when I was on uh, you know, straight footing, I measured 1,000. So I know that this thing sees 1,000. So now if, when I'm walking back and it disappears, the amount of steps that I walk back from the edge of the valley is exactly right. If I add that to, uh, to my number, I subtract, if I subtract that from my number, that's how deep. Does that make sense? So each step is 1,000? No, let's just say, whatever it is, you take a tube. I look, I go from here to that tree, right? So let's say from here to the tree, okay? I I can see my end, the end of my tube, let's say I can see, at the end of my tube, I can see the tree. So then I walk to the tree and I see however many steps the tree is, okay? Okay. Now, I go to the valley and I take my, my tube and I look down and I can see the floor and I start taking steps back, right? And eventually, after enough steps, the floor disappears. Let you, or you pick the farthest thing you could see. That's what we're saying. Pick whatever, whatever the farthest thing you could see is. Okay, and then you subtract that from how many steps you took back, and that's how you know how deep it is. So this is going to be a ratio. Right now, let's say you want to know how tall a certain tree is. Now the problem is, right, so uh, what you do here is you measure... Your height, right? A person, I know I'm, uh, I'll call it six feet, okay? Now, vitsilai, right? Now I measure the shade, right? I don't wanna go climb up. I'm too afraid to go climb up. Just like I I don't wanna climb down to figure out how deep the valley is. I don't wanna climb up to the top of the tree. It's a little scary for me. So what do I do? I say, okay, well, I measure, I know I'm six feet. And then I see, right? I see my uh, shadow, right? Based on how the sun hits me, I sit in the sun. And then my shadow goes nine feet let's say, whatever it is, right? Depends on the time of the day. Sometimes it'll be three feet, sometimes it'll be nine feet, right? Depends depends on the angle of the sun. And then I measure, right? So I know my own height, I measure at that time what my shade is. And then I measure the shade of the, right? What is the shadow of the tree? The And then I'll know exactly how tall that decal tree is. It's a ratio. So basically I use my own. If I, let's say I am six feet. And based on the angle of the sun, let's say my shadow is nine feet. So I know, okay, that it's, it's at a third. So if I go ahead and I measure 90 feet, if, if the, if the shade, shadow of the decal tree is 90 feet, so I know the decal must be. 60 feet, right? If I'm 6 and my shadow is 9 feet, the shadow of the decal tree is 90, that means the tree is 60. Okay, measuring device. Okay, one more. <laughs> so, basically, there were wild dogs, and the dogs, um, would, in, when the sun would get really hot, so they would go to find uh, places to, sh- to, 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 to cool off, to keep shade. So a normal tombstone, right, a normal tombstone is flat. It's like a box. So if an animal, were, let's say the sun was coming down, right, let's say at the beginning of the day, the sun came up, sun rises in the east, okay, so it comes up like this. So now what the animal could do is, if, if it's sitting on a box, it could hang out, right, let's say this is, this is the cavern, sun rises in the east. So the animal can go right over here, right, and because of the angle of the sun, that gets caught by here, by the edge on the opposite side, So the animal can hang out right here, right? And he would be in shade, right? Because the sun, that's how he would seek shelter. Does that make sense? So now what you do is, so what we're saying is, let's say you don't want your animal, you don't want animals to hang out. Rashi explains why. Because it it will smell the dead body if it hangs out there and then it will dig it up. And now we don't want that. So so what you do is you put up a, uh, a pole okay a fourth hour and you see based on where where your car is you go next to the tomb right so what we 're doing here is we 're saying like this that you could when you build the tomb right when you go to plan to build a tomb you don 't necessarily want to build it like a box because then you 're going to have this issue so now you want to know which angle should you build it, right? If I build, if I build, if I build it like if I build it like that, right, if I build it like that, then the sun will come right over it and then it won't provide any shelter. Right? So if you build it with the right angle, so it's saying, so but angle your kever, right, according to that. So you go and you basically study the angle of the sun at the fourth hour of the day. And Rashi explains why the fourth hour of the day. Because that's when the animal, it starts to get hot. After for the first, in the morning, animals run around, they don't care. But once it gets to the fourth hour of the day, it gets very hot. So then that's when they're gonna go seek shelter. And what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that your tomb is angled based on the angle of the sun, okay, in a way that at the fourth hour, your place is not gonna look attractive to it. And then once, it's gonna go on to another, it's gonna go find another place to hang out, and, um, and, and therefore, once they found the place, they're not gonna, go, they're not gonna come back. Once they already, they already done that your place is not gonna save them from the heat, then you're gonna be okay. So he's saying, again, it's another way of, of figuring out angles over here, that go put a knots kana, right? of choice, put up a pole, see how the sun reflects it, and then construct your tomb, angled, instead of flat on the top, angled so that you don't catch the, so you catch the sun, so it doesn't provide shade. That's what we're saying. Okay, and we'll stop here for today. And then tomorrow we're going to go back into a little bit more trum. But it's certainly easier than it was yesterday. Today was fun. Today was fun. Especially for you. You were on the ball, Morty. Okay. I think think Morty learned this stuff already. He somehow knew every single question Morty was asking. Okay. Anyways, so we said. We said that the halacha when it comes to boats, right? We said that everyone's going to agree that um, everyone's going to agree that halachas like and says Why? Why will we'll say that if you're if you're in a boat when shabbos starts? Why, um, or if the guyim let's say put you in a boat? Either way, why you would have the entire boat, right? Rabbah says shabbos ba'avir mechitzas because is the boat will suffice to extend your tcham. And Rav Zera says that because you were never, kind of, a boat is always moving. And we said that the reason, uh, you know, Rav Zera doesn't hold like Rabbah because he holds that the mechitzes of the boat are, not, are only meant to keep water out. They're not really meant to enclose an area. And uh, Raba uh, does not hold a Rav Zera because he holds that B'mahalachis, everyone's going to agree that you're not kind of dalad Amos. And therefore, everybody would agree that a boat in motion, you are kind of the entire mecham of the boat because you never got your dalad Amos. Like the two, we explained the two, B'shatim and Rashi. Okay? Um, and we tried to make, we, we, we brought two rayas that our Mishnah makes sense, like Rabbah, right? That we're talking about a boat that if, if the boat is in motion, everybody will agree. From the fact that number one, Rabbi Kiba was only machmer on himself. What do you mean machmer? If he, he would have held it to us, or why would we say that he's machmer on himself? No, because he holds it to us, by a boat that stopped. That's when he argues on, on, on Rabbi Gamaliel. But a boat that was in motion. He would agree, and therefore he was just being machmer, he was afraid that it might come and stop. He was cheshesh that it might stop. And Ravashi also said um, that it makes sense that uh, the only machlekes in our mission between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva is when the boat is stopped, because we brought down the machlekes of the boat, just like the machlekes of Deir Veseyar, which also are stationary. So it makes sense that the machlekes is stationary, but mahalechas everybody would agree. Okay, we said the machlekes of Rabbi Gamliel Vesvina, and brought down that there was a the machlikus the, the the tanaim. I remember we're machria, okay. And then we said that the halacha is um, like Rabbi Akiva bedir v'sayhar, okay. Um, the halacha is going to be like Rabbi Akiva Bidir like we said and we discussed this yesterday. Bedir that were geizer atu bega, okay. And then we asked, is it tchum and lamal We said if it's an amad dawad on yud, then for sure it's arasmicha. And of course, it's tchum. The question is. If it's either an, an Abba that's Pachos midaled, or if Bikvitso or Besvina, and we tried to bring a Raya from the two cases of the Mishnah, we said that no, that, that, because those were both boats, we said that no, that those were um, in a Rakak, right? That maybe the boat was in a Rakak, it was less than 10. We tried to bring a Raya from the fact that Elio taught Torah in two different places, we said maybe that wasn't Elio, that was Yosef the Shade, okay? And then we brought, tried to bring a Raya from the case of Nazir, again, we said that it's no Raya because um, there, Eliyahu wouldn't come from Friday, and just because, right? So, so therefore, we had we had no right from that case, okay? And we said, um, or so we, we we did not answer the Shiloh at all. We, but we did say when it came to Nazir that um, we, were, we 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 said it was a chumrah. we would say it's aser um, on, on any other day. Um, so certainly, we certainly uh, so We certainly were cheshish that, or as the Gemara said, we're that there is um, but we didn't answer the shot one way or another. And then the Mishnah says uh, we said the Pamaalchas they got to the port. Rambamliel allowed them out because he knew he had a distance measuring uh, pirate telescope spy thingy, glass. spy spyglass. Very good. He had a spyglass that had ah okay good that he had. Uh, I guess I gotta do I gotta do a better job googling. Okay, he had a spy. I did, really didn't spend that long. Okay, he had a, he had a spyglass and he distance measured and he knew how far. Uh, the port was, and then we had all these different ATSAs, right? To know you could use a spyglass with distance measuring equipment DME to know, right, how, uh, how, how deep a valley is, or to, you can use ratios to tell how tall a tree is based on the reflection, the ratio, the shade, the right sail S H A D E, not, not to be confused with the shade Yosef Shida who taught Tyra. Um, and um. And, uh, and, and also uh, engineering Gemaras to discuss how one should con- ideally construct a tomb so that an animal does not take refuge in the heat of the day.